Rebound. 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 Tired? Are you tired, Drew? That wasn't me yawning. That was my excitement. My excitement cry. Where I'm excited to talk basketball. Do you actually cheer up when you cry? No people actually do that. My, my, is there tears yeah. in my eyes? Yeah, I think you're just so Again, happy. Yeah, I'm just so happy to talk. So happy B-ball. to talk. B-ball. All right, so Brooklyn Rebound Podcast. Episode season... Three episode three, I think. We're off to a flying start. Yes, yes, flying is the right word. Um, and the NBA season's also flying right now. It's your boy Enam. Oh, it's your boy Drew over here in this corner. In that corner, uh, tail of the tape. Uh, we're going to recap some uh, NBA update. You know, just go over some headlines that are, are making the news right now. The Twitter sphere. Uh, also talk about the Nets, the state of the Nets right now. You want to? Are we going to timestamp this thing with what day it is? Today is Tuesday. You went to the uh, the Nets home opener yesterday. Last you know? night. Yeah, let's just start off with that. I mean, uh, they are undefeated in home openers and undefeated at home. The Brooklyn Nets are. I don't know if that's that's something a lot of people know, but now so they do. So they're three and zero in home openers in the franchise history. In Brooklyn Nets history. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I wouldn't say it's a uh, Long Island history because they were the New York Nets back then, and I, I don't know the stats on whether they lost or won then. Well, good thing I don't think they quantify things by Long Island history very often. I don't think many things are quantified in Long Island. Well, I'm saying, yeah. Yes. Although there is a Long Island medium, right? Uh, I'm not familiar. Go ahead. With it's that. a psychic. Uh, I understand the concept of a medium. All I'm saying is I'm not familiar with this particular one. Okay, well, it's I, famous enough to have that moniker. I, I won't either. I just know she's really insensitive to people dying after saying, after hearing their stories of them meeting someone famous and they're talking about their dead brother. The medium says, "Oh my God, you met that person? I don't know who it was, <laughs> particularly." But anyways, if you want to get updates on the Long Island medium, I encourage you guys to watch Joel McHale's The Soup, plugging that show right now. Just because it's a funny show. I like it. Yeah, I like Joel McHale. Joel McHale's also a big NBA fan. He's very sad the Sonics are still not yeah, there. He's from Seattle, right? Yeah. Uh, he, but, you know, it's not about Seattle Supersonics. It is about the Thunder, though. Uh, we did play the Thunder last night. And I don't know if you could even call them the Thunder. They were without Westbrook, without Durant, and without... UConn defending champion oh Jeremy Lamb. So they're just the Durr, basically. Huh? The OKC Durr. They're the Durr. Durr. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't really a fun matchup. To, uh, it was very anticlimactic. Yeah, when you're, uh, I mean, it's on one hand, it's good. I guess you get the win, an easy win for your Nets. But you like the home opener. You're there. You're excited. You want to see the stars right. on the court. I don't, see the, I don't want to see them shred me uh, and shred the Nets, which I did see Durant do last year. At Brooklyn, uh, and I did see Steph Curry do that also when Golden State came out. And let's be honest, if he wasn't hurt, he probably would have did it again this year. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, they're, I think Westbrook's going to be out for the next month. Uh, Durant's going to be out for the next Broken hand, right? Yeah. Um, so I, my concern I, I voiced on our last podcast was that how is, how is Westbrook going to handle his new role leading the team? Uh, and especially when Durant comes back, is he going to feel like, oh, it's my team now? I balled out in mm-hmm. these weeks when you were out. Obviously, that's out the window now. Well, he did he's ball out. Injury. He balled out of the game. He's, yeah. he's, he's, 
he's gone for a little bit. Ball don't lie. Ball Your hands, bro. Yeah, yes. At least he didn't do something crazy like Amari did with his hand, right? Um, what, did he, what did he do? Dip it in red wine or something? No, no. I remember he punched that. Fire, that, that fire singer should say, come at me, bro. And he just punched it. Come there, bro. <laughs> uh, but the big news, uh, you know, about the injuries, uh, Lopez came back, Brooke Lopez, all-star center, Brooke Lopez. Look? Looked good, man. He, he's a huge difference maker, having that big guy in the paint. Uh, commanded double team in the post. He keeps Serge Ibaka out of there. Uh, Serge Ibaka, yeah. I mean, he, he didn't he didn't really have to be a factor uh, in terms of okay. what he could defend. I think they had Perkins in more than ever before, just because he's a big body to guard. Yeah, but he's not much of a threat to uh, dunk on you necessarily. Right, right, right. And then uh, Prokhorov uh, came out and said. Uh, uh, FUJ kid before the game, basically. Was it an announcement he made on the court? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, Excuse me. <laughs> I, I can't do a Russian uh, voice. Excuse me. I That's want cool. to say uh, thank you everyone for coming tonight. I want to just say uh, Jason Kidd uh, is a bad man. Yeah. Uh, fuck you. You know <laughs> Fuck you, Jay Kidd. Uh, Lionel Holland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Russia. Yay, Lionel. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so that, that happened. Prokhorov was there in the building. You know who else was? J to the Z with his Goyle, uh, Beyonce. Uh, and uh, he, uh, they were just hanging out, you know, watching the game. They decided to leave at halftime and didn't come back because it was a blowout for the whole rest of the game. They were also both at the uh, Cavaliers home opener last week, last Thursday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why? Why is that? Did something star-studded event? Everyone was there. Was it Beyonce and Jay? I know. Ursher, the Bieber. Ursher is a co. You know, a small time. He's also a performer for for the opening. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All the stars were out there to see him lose. That's a good transition, man. Um, I mean, I think the Nets got a couple you know, games. That's what I'm known for is my strong transitioning. And I like to... You're good at... After it goes through, uh, I like to then put a halt on it by pointing it out. Uh, also, you're good at just anything trans, right? You're just a trans expert. Yeah, you know, I helped build the Trans-Atlantic yeah. Railroad yeah. in my younger days. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I perform in the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Right. Do you do any other performance in trans? Uh, sometimes I, I go down to the village and dress, uh, and I do trans, uh, transvestite activities, like do a little stage show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking about there. I mean, I could not forget I know that. that's what you wanted. I was, I was building up to it. I know, I know, I know. Well, uh, you know, you guys can get a look out. You know, the key to comedy, misdirection. But yeah, and speaking of uh, transvestites, uh, Dan Gilbert. <laughs> no. Nope, that does not make sense. <laughs> no. The key to coffee is not just nothing. Dan, Dan Gilbert, no. Uh, the the Cavs had their home opener. No one, I don't think anyone missed this game at all. If you did, shame on you. Uh, no, they looked a little too amped up. They're over amped, and they laid a bit of an. That was last Thursday, right? So yeah. today's Tuesday. Uh, what has happened since? This? What's the state of the Cavs? They about they had to go to Chicago the next day. Apparently, the coach David Black uh, gave them a huge. Speech before the game, little team meeting, fired him up. Yep. Said, you know, we we blew it yesterday. We're not going to do it again. And they came out and beat the Bulls at home. So it was interesting. The Bulls destroyed the Knicks in their home opener. The Knicks then went over to Cleveland the next day and 
and upset the Cavs in their home opener. And then the next day, the Cavs went to the to Chicago and beat the Bulls in their home opener. So mm. Mm. home openers, other than your Nets, aren't going so well for the top teams Apparently. in the East. But, you know, uh, not everyone could be a winner in home openers like the Nets, obviously. Uh, the Nets, in their visit to the Celtics home opener, which I didn't mention, they did get killed by 20-something points at one point. Yeah, that was... Uh, no, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's young bodies playing an older team without Brook Lopez. You can see how big of an effect that he actually has when he's in the game. But what do you think about... Your, going back to your Cavs, what do you think about your Cavs? By the way, we're talking about... I think of one of our other podcasts talking about renaming the Brooklyn team. Yeah. Brooklyn Young Bodies. There we go. That's it right there. It doesn't work. They're not young. I, I see what you're trying to do, and I don't like it. Or you said Boston had all the young bodies. Yeah, Boston had it. That makes more sense. Oh, I thought you were taking, making a joke on, on our old-aged nets. No, I was uh, not making sense. No. Oh, that was good. Cut that out. All right. Yes. <laughs> uh, what was the question? Cavs. State of Cavs. Uh, you know, we... We saw them rebound against the Bulls. Uh, do you think this is going to be up and down roller coaster season for the Cavs? Or no, I don't think it's going to be too much down. Um, you know, there are some struggles in the regular season. They played Portland tonight. That should be a tough game in, in Portland. Oh, in Portland? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, Damian uh, Lillard versus Kyrie is always a good matchup. Now with the whole new Cavs team, it should be even better. Um, so that should be a that could go either way. Um, I think they'll have, they'll drop a few games. I don't think they're going to be breaking the the record or anything like that for regular season wins. Was anyone was anyone saying that though? I mean, I, I, no, I no. I mean, a couple of people were, were saying it. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I don't I don't take too much stock in that loss to the Knicks. Basically, it came down to LeBron having a really bad game, which is few and far between. So I think at the moment it's just too. It was too. It was like a. It's bigger seven. than what it was. Yeah. It was like a game seven yeah. finals game. That that was what the atmosphere was like. Even in Chicago the next night, it was like a playoff game. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. Um, Kyrie Irving was caught on camera asking Mike Miller, "Is this what a playoff game feels like?" <laughs> what? Yeah, the sidelines and caught him. Oh on the man, man, Uncle Drew, <laughs> Uncle Drew. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, he doesn't have that. He didn't have that experience. You know what I remember? What I remember the first year, I think, uh, I guess Jason Jason Terry, young Jason Terry, uh, when he was on was like twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, he was he was on the Hawks. You know, he, every year him and Abdul Rahim, they were exiled and, and never making the playoffs. And then uh, then he got into the Mavs lineup after you know Nash was gone to Phoenix. Uh-huh. And that first season, playoff season, uh, where he started, like, he was one of the best players on the team, uh, making clutch baskets, winning. The reporter asked him, "Hey, how did you know? How did you prepare for this? You've never been in the playoffs before." And Jason Terry's response, I remember this, was, oh, "I would go to games all the time. I would just, <laughs> just watch." So apparently, the key to success uh-huh. is going to the playoff atmosphere games. And if Kyrie's implying that it, the atmosphere is kind of like that. I mean, he might not be that far off uh, with that logic. I don't so. think he was. I mean, like, it, like I said, it did seem like it. the crowd and the whole atmosphere, even in the Chicago game, at Chicago, mm-hmm. did seem like a playoff game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think I, I don't know about Jason Tyers end, but I don't think you can just watch playoff games and then get the... I mean, any fans that can do it, then they can just stop yeah. in and... Uh, they, yeah, and uh, I, a lot of games. I don't know if I m- mentioned this, but I read this. Uh, I want to talk about it later, but 
you know, the, the games are long and players are definitely complaining, you know, of a longer season, right? So with, with that being said, uh, one of the things that I read about was, uh, what's his name? Um, the evil, uh, is that Mortar? Who does uh, Silver look no like? Idea. Adam Silver, who does he look like to you? Crypt Keeper? I yeah, don't know. He skeleton? Does. He does look like Skeleton a little bit. Yeah. Skeletor? I don't yeah. know. Um, You're saying Lord of the Rings thing? Yeah, I was trying to make a, make a Lord of the Rings I don't reference. know many tall, gangly looking. Skeleton looking guys in Lord of the Rings. Really. Right, right. Um, yeah, and he's talking about potentially making mid-season uh, tournaments with international teams now that the game is gotten better. Would they be shortening the NBA season in this event? They would have to, yeah. And he he was saying there's only one trophy that people value right now is the NBA Finals, but in soccer, they have multiple uh, tournaments, multiple trophies that are maybe not as big as the World Cup, but that do merit value in winning um, as an accomplishment. What do you think about that? I will get him sober so far uh, with what he's done, Um, but I'm not really a fan of this idea. So at least let me see if I understand it. The NBA teams themselves will be playing these other teams uh, mid-season. Yeah, so they probably select. You know how the I don't know if you're familiar with soccer, but they have. Yes, I am. Uh, I'm, yeah, so it's like um, whatever the uh, Galaxy playing Man U or something. Uh, I'm not. A fan. I don't want. I want the NBA season to be the NBA season. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just don't want like even when pe- when players on like the Cavs who I root for were like Harriet for example was playing in the FIBA World Cup, the risk of injury, all of this. Like I don't want uh, mm-hmm. I don't want uh, the players to risk injury playing these. I mean, what is will these games actually mean something like uh, about it? They're saying he's saying the only thing that matters is the, the trophy, right? Larry that's the only accolade, the, the highest accolade. Right? But that's that's what it is. So I mean, are people going to start caring more about? Like that's still going to be the thing people care about the most. These games they're playing against the foreign teams or foreign leagues. Are they going to count for the regular season tally, like to get to the playoffs or what? Yeah, I mean, if not, then I really that's something that point. that has to be worked out. You know when. And when they initiate their, you know, what's just going to happen, uh, uh, work stoppage in the NBA after next season, um, after LeBron's two-year deal, in which what will be delivered is these ideas and making sure that the players are really, really hell-bent on making sure the season's not going to be as long on their bodies and deteriorating the product, in which it, it does sometimes. You know, I showed up to the game last night, and injuries can happen at any point, but... Uh, if you don't have players that can actually deliver uh, as a backup support, the same way that NFL has, like you know, backup running backs, backup mm-hmm. you know, O lines, and and making the same impact, then the whole game itself is a wash. Like last night, I I was super pumped to be back at Barclays Center, but I was pissed off that I couldn't see a, a competitive game. About the Thunder, exactly, exactly. So, uh, but I mean, by that token, I mean. The- there, uh, Westbrook got hurt in the second game of the season or whatever, so it's the beginning of the season. Now it didn't even happen because like, of the well, beginning, excessive games. Beginning know? end, I'm talking about like you know balancing talent all around, and and by doing that, if if a person like T Mac signs a 127 million contract in his last two years are not even you know good, he's not even measuring to that grade. 
one, it's a waste of money for the team and the owner, but then they can't even add another player because the salary cap is restricted on that level. So, I, mean, uh, I think it's a little bit of a different issue, but... Yeah. Oh, I, I, well, you know, talking about injuries, actually, uh, I mean, unless you got anything else on that, uh, turning stuff, I know you have some inside information on that, right? Well, I'm not ready to reveal any more okay. right. inside info. Uh, but injuries. At this time. Uh, going from the top to the bottom in injuries, uh, Julius Randle and the Lakers, 0-4. Yeah, that was... I like that Lakers are bad, to be honest. I like making fun of the Lakers. It's funny. I don't... I'm not a, I've never been a Kobe fan. I'm, even though I recognize him as a great player. Uh, yeah. I don't think he's a good teammate or a good guy, really. And I like to, to see him down. But it's kind of sad that Julius Randle gets... Breaks his leg in his first NBA game and is out for the season. Didn't Odin do that too? Yeah, I don't think it was his very first game. Maybe it was one of the first couple. All right. But Odin, you know, everyone saw the writing on the wall there a little bit. Like, huge right. seven foot three guy, um, injury concerns already. Like, there was nothing like that with Randall, really, to my knowledge. Um, I would like to see him balling out a little bit this year. Uh, I mean, a lot of times maybe just asking for the ball from Kobe, not getting it. But, uh, but I would like to see what he can do. Um, and now, obviously, it's not going to happen. The Lakers, I don't see the point of even playing this season. Really, <laughs> they're going to be one of the worst teams for sure. Kobe, Kobe got what he wanted in one play. one aspect. He got he got uh, to get paid, right? Uh, he got max money. He's their star player. Uh, he's the one who r- draws tickets in the crowd. Yeah, fine. He won championships, uh, so or at least he was a big part of the of five of the. I think this is like a so victory tour. Deal with it. That, that's what it is. That's why Lakers fans can't get too mad. I mean, you gotta as a Lake, Lakers fan, I'm just telling you, you gotta sit out a couple of years at this point. Yeah. So uh, when, not gonna, you're not going to be back in the championship anytime soon. Basically, when they swing for the fences and miss for Durant or someone else uh, yeah, like that. They're not getting Durant. Oh, no, they're, no, they're not. They're not getting any star anytime right. soon. They're going to have to get it through a draft or just some yeah. rigged trade. Like I thought Randall could have been good. Like I thought he was maybe a top uh, five guy right. in this draft, and he went a little bit lower than that. So, well, yeah, Kobe so said that... that um, uh, he doesn't plan on leaving or demanding a trade after four games. He won't leave. I mean, he's a Laker for life. Booby Stewart at this point. Right, right. Do you think he knew what he was signing into, basically, for the next couple of years? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think he probably thinks that if if only the, his teammates would do what he wants them to do, they could be better. But it's just not realistic. Uh, like, wasn't he already yelling at Lynn and things like this? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see. I, I think Jeremy Lin will have a bounce back year. He could probably be the starting. He should. I mean, he's going to have plenty of opportunities. Starting point guard for the Western Conference All Star. Calling that right now. Does he get the vote? Yeah, probably. Oh yeah, it'll be it'll be the Yao Ming vote basically, um, and international vote. But you know, moving on to other top teams, we talked about the Bulls. You know, you, we mentioned them briefly. They uh, Gasol's now a Chicago Bull. Uh, for me, like played bad in that Cavs game. He did not look how did, I haven't seen a lot of what Gasol's been doing. Like, how did you look? I mean, not that game, but I only saw that one Bulls game um, where they played the Cavs. Mm-hmm. He was just missing layups. Like he did not look right out there. Um, they uh, he they bent, what's his name uh, benched him for like basically the whole fourth quarter in favor of Taj Gibson. 
So uh, I wasn't impressed with what I saw, obviously, in that game. But we'll see. I mean, obviously, he's new to the team. He's got to get integrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thibodeau is the name I was looking for there. Oh, yeah, Connecticut's own. He's, uh, yeah, we got to know this from, from CT. CT. The penguin looks like the penguin from Batman. He lo- yeah. Well, not the new one. Not the new Gotham. Oh, I haven't seen that, so sorry. Well, isn't the penguin like a kid in that or no, he's not a kid. Come on, man. I thought that was the new show. Gotham was like about all the... They're not all kids. kids. Yeah, like Penguin. Batman's a kid and whoever else. Teenagers. You know... I would see it. Sorry. You got, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. Now, I mean, that if we're going to if we're gonna do a podcast about basketball, you have to watch Gotham. All right? Is it good? It's a great show. Great show. Um, but yeah, talking about the Bulls, Derek Rose got a sprained ankle. Um, Is Mr. Freeze in it? Not yet. There hasn't been a freeze character yet. No one said ice to meet you yet? No, no one said ice to meet you yet. No, there's a Riddler. It's not Jim Carrey. Oh, but there's no, there's a Riddler. Uh, Edward Nigma. Uh, yeah. I can't believe he ended up being a Riddler when his name, when his birth name was Edward Nigma. Shocking. I, I sense some sarcasm there, and I like it. Uh, <laughs> Bulls. Are we concerned about Derek Rose? Uh, As an NBA fan, I, yes, I'm also concerned about him because going back to that game, the aforementioned one, uh, he left the game as well uh, after it looked like he kind of tweaked his ankle. Mm-hmm. Now he said after the game, "Don't worry, I'm fine. I think I think you're playing today, and he's supposed to play." But you gotta be concerned. Like you could, you should have seen. Um, so you didn't watch the game, probably. I did not. Okay, I so... I wanted to. I didn't get a chance to, though. Yeah. He stepped on Kyrie's foot and, like, kind of tweaked his ankle. The whole crowd, like, it was, like, a dead end. I, I saw that oh, clip. My God. I saw that oh, clip. No. Yeah. Like, people were... You could just tell, even watching on TV, people were freaking out. He stayed in after that for a little bit. Then he basically was out of the whole fourth quarter. They said they were cutting his minutes anyway, so he probably wouldn't play much anyway, but I, I'm concerned. I just... It just doesn't seem like he can stay healthy in those in the ankles, feet, that whole lower body region, right below the knee region. So I hope he does again. I want I want it to be Cavs Bulls duking it out this year. I mean, the game was fun. I want it to be like that all season. I like Derek, even though I'm obviously not a Bulls fan. I I mean, what, what do you not like about Derek Rose? Cavs. I like Derek Rose. Right, right. So I don't want it to happen, but I, I'm I'm worried about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll we'll see how they play out with uh, who's their point guard, backup point guard. I don't even know. Um, it was um, not Tony Snell. He's it a, was Tony Snell. Yes, it was Tony Snell. Really? Yeah. Oh. He was in the game I watched at least. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Actually, Heinrich kept him in the game, basically hitting a lot of big. Heinrich's a scrappy dude, man. Yeah, uh, shouldn't even took that to overtime with yeah. the Rose, but. All right, uh, moving on to a couple other top teams. Uh, Movember's right now. Um, I got my mustache going. What about you, Drew? Uh, I have a full beard. Uh, I guess. It still could be no shave. I heard people say no shave November. If that's the case, I'm still right on track. If it's Movember... So you're going to keep that going. And you need the mustache, then... You're going to keep that to like a Ted Kaczynski look going? Basically grow it out as... Yeah, I might not go full Kaczynski. I might start braiding it up a little bit. No. <laughs> a little Rasta Russia party stuff? Yeah. Like Get a, a dread. I might dread out the mm-hmm. So we'll see. I like it. I like it. Uh, Clippers, Movember. Uh, they're actually doing, uh, well, two members are Spencer Hawes and Blake Griffin. 
uh, are raising well, awareness. I feel like Blake is not going to look good with that. Uh, is his mustache red? Like his it, hair? it is red. It is oh, red. Geez. You should definitely check it out. What do you uh, What do you think of the Cavs so far? Uh, of the Clippers. Yeah, Clippers. That. Well, they've been underachieved a little bit so far. I guess they won yesterday. They destroyed the Lakers, against right? Against Utah. Was well, they destroyed them. They only beat them by a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah Lakers are a bad team. And mm-hmm. they lost to... Didn't they lose to the Thunder even after Westbrook went out? Yeah. yeah so that's that was true. the game they got hurt in, so that's bad. And then I think they lost to another team shortly after that. So... I'm going to pull up their schedule here and, and check it out for sure. Yeah, top teams right now in the oh, league. Oh, no, they only lost the one game, so they're 3-1. Uh-huh. But even, I don't know, for some reason I thought they were kind of uh, underachieving a little bit thus far, but maybe not. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think uh, I think they're going to be geared towards uh, uh, a long-term ride. Uh, I think last year was their first year with Doc Rivers, right? So uh, yeah, it was, it, it was uh, basically just a, a cultural change, also with a new owner. And I think they will figure out their spots and execute. Right now, actually, the Warriors are three and zero. Rockets are four and zero. Grizzlies are four and zero. How much? Oh, you said the new owner. How much do you think that affects the actual game play on the court? It does. I mean, if you had a uh, only because Donald Sterling was Donald Sterling, I would say. You know. Um, yeah, but they're not. It's not like they're playing. But you would think lose Sterling, get a good guy in there, just play better all of a sudden. It's not necessarily the case. No, no, yeah, no. To to your point, correct. I don't think there is a a mechanism or some some kind of elements where there it changes completely the player, but it does change from top to bottom of the culture. Like Doc Rivers will have more room to do certain things. Management will have more room to do certain things. And I, I think the team is just tuned for right now. I think they could make a move, uh, even if they're doing well, uh, based on. You know, adding a three-point shooter, adding another wing defender. Jamal Crawford uh, just got the fifteen thousand point mark, but like he's not a defensive player at all. You know, he plays he plays for them, and he and he comes off the bench. He scores a lot of points. Checks a lot of threes. But they don't. They may not need that. And they were hoping Jared Dudley was going to be that last year, but he didn't hold his own either. So they shift him off uh, to Milwaukee. But I was going to say he's not. He, he went from the Raptors. He was on top of the Raptors there with uh, everyone else as they covered those Laker banners to now Milwaukee Buck. So that sucks for him. But he's still getting paid. Um, keep getting those chicks, as Jalen Rosewood said. So Spurs, they actually played the least games. Uh, they only played two games. Yeah. So well, same with the Cavs and, and Bulls. only played two each. Yeah, yeah. Clippers have played four. The schedule was a little weird. Yeah, I mean, it was. Um, again, this is Tuesday, the uh, 4th. Yeah, so we got uh, they got so Hawks coming up. Coming up soon. Yeah, they got Hawks, Rockets, Pelicans. Pelicans look good. Oof. Yeah, that Spurs uh, Thunder game uh, opening game of the season was a pretty entertaining game. I was a little I was rooting for the Mavs, but it was a, it was a good game. Uh, went down to the wires. What mm-hmm. what you were hoping for? Mm-hmm. Um, what I would prefer to see from my Cavs a uh, performance like that on their opening night, but so it was not to be. But yeah. I don't think there's been any surprises so far after one week of NBA play. Uh, uh, I guess you could say Heat 3-0 and they're looking good. A minor surprise, but again, three games and it's too early to tell. But also, I would say it's the opposite. Pistons 0-3. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I'm not that surprised by that. I thought they would not make immediate leap, but... Consi- Who did they play? Uh, they played the Nets. They lost to the Nets um, recently. And they, they also lost to... Out here, Nuggets and Timberwolves. 
Uh, any of those are home games? At home Nuggets, at, at Timberwolves, and the home opener was against the Nets, and Nets beat them 102-98. Yeah. And they got the Knicks coming up at home, and Bucks, and then Jazz, but... I don't know, Sam Van Gundy, it might take another, it may take a year or two for that, because he has all the uh, power uh, to change the team and make it the way he wants it to. Yeah, so it takes some time. I know people are saying uh, Pistons possible playoff team, things like that, but mm-hmm. it's, uh, they yeah, got so surprised. They got, they got one of the best big men in the league and the next Dwight Howard, Andre Drummond. You really think he's the next Dwight Howard, Andre Drummond? I think he could be uh, as good as Dwight Howard is, yeah. Why? Do you say different? I don't know if I'm willing to say that and go that far. I mean, I... Not just because Stan Van Gundy's here. I think just... No, no, I wasn't right. considering right. that, to be honest. Uh, I didn't even think about that. I just don't know um, if he takes over the game. I mean, uh, is his... Is his uh, what is his rebounding stats looking like? Is he just like cleaning up the boards? He was double double last year. Uh, right now, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was yeah, thinking. Maybe I don't know. I, I just he didn't strike me that way when I've seen him play. But maybe mm-hmm. not that I don't like him. But you just don't like him because he's a UConn Husky, right? <laughs> I didn't consider that either. But that now I definitely now you don't definitely like don't like him, right? Okay. Um, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that Anthony Davis is good, the best big man. And the lead for, for years to come. Like, Do you consider him a big man as just an overall big man? But I'm talking about center. center I'm talking about. You think center? I think he's more of a power forward. Like Tim Duncan is more of a power forward. Davis? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. Just because uh, he plays with uh, now Omar Asik. Asik's his center, and he's the power forward. And Duncan has played center. You can play center at spurts because the same way KG plays center for the. No, no I know. Um. I, I see him as more of a, a, a sentiment. I don't see him as like the the Tim Duncan mold, but I guess that kind of is his game. Yeah. Um. I just think he's isn't he like still growing too? Like I I think he's, he's still growing. Play. Yeah. That's, like how tall is Ashley? Seven foot even. He's like seven two. Seven. Yeah. Something like that. Ashley is seven two. Okay, I didn't think he was that tall. But, yeah. Uh, I I think he should should play the five personally. Uh, all right, we'll say big man then, since since the positions are a little fluid. Yeah, uh, center. The center's a dying breed. German probably four too. Well, yeah, center's a dying breed, right? Uh, I would say out of the NBA, there's Dwight Howard, Brooke Lopez, of like natural centers. Uh, natural centers, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't think of anyone else um, really. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Hashim the beat. Yeah, the beat is the man. Um, uh, yeah. What do, who do we bring up before uh, Greg Oden? Greg Oden. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think um, as, in terms of the big man, Anthony Davis is a, a dark horse for uh, MVP overall. He's just a great player, uh, and I think they the Pelicans will make some noise this year uh, in the playoffs, and they'll actually get into the playoffs this year. Well, you know. How have the Pelicans done thus far? I don't know. The Pellies. The Pellies. Take a look at the old. Schedule Ruski here. Yeah. Take a look at that. So they beat the Magic in their home opener. They lost at home to the Mavs. And they lost on the road at Memphis. So they lost to two pretty good teams. But might have liked to see them close out that, uh, that uh, Mavs game at home. But yeah, not up to 
Tower of Star. Do you think that um, the fact that they are no longer Hornets will will be a big factor in the storyline of the NBA? That they're Pelicans now? They're Pelicans last year too, but... Well, no, because Charlotte is now the Hornets again, so I'll write... So you're playing like your evil twin now, right? It's like if the Sonics were to come back uh, as a team. But and the Hornets the were originally in Charlotte, so really the New Orleans Hornets were the evil twin when they had that. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Good point. Now it's back to me, Charlotte. They shaved off that Movember mustache, the evil, <laughs> the evil Movember dark mustache. <laughs> you you don't you're very anti uh, mustache, huh? No, but you know, um, like it's always in TV shows and things. Like when they do like the evil version of the person, mm-hmm. they have a mustache. Then uh, it is always a mustache. You know Even Bart Simpson had a mustache, right? Yeah. Yeah, evil, Dang. evil bars. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the biggest thing I want to bring up actually, and, and I think. After we just talked about the NBA, you know, we talked about the Nets. This is actually something that hit hard uh, when I was reading it. And uh, I read a, read a article that Kendrick Lamar, uh, one of my favorite rappers, wants to apologize to Phil Jackson for uh, being so hard on him, I guess, as a critic. Now, I don't know. Well, see, did he have a, a diss song out about the triangle offense or something? Apparently. <laughs> apparently. Uh, I'm going to bring up that article, so you fans just wait there for a second. Actually, if you could pull I'll up. wait with you fans. What, what do you want me to do? Uh, look up Kendrick Lamar, apologize to Phil Jackson. I'm just going to type in Kendrick Lamar, Phil Jackson. How about that? There you go. Okay. Here's what's hot off the old presses. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Kendrick Lamar took the rap world by storm with his verse on Control. Yep. Last year, calling out pretty much everybody he could. J. Cole, Wale, Big Sean, Tyler, the Creator, J. Electronica, da, da, da. All the rappers he likes. Virtually everybody on the scene right now right. saying he could out-rap them. Right. It was one of the most vicious rap verses rap has seen in the past few years. Mm-hmm. He also briefly mentioned Phil Jackson, earning a tweet from Jackson himself. And that is what he feels the need to apologize for. Uh, and shall I read his statement of apology? I think we should read, read the, the line first, and then read the statement of apology. Okay, it doesn't seem to be on here. There it goes. Uh, you have it? Uh, since hearing from Versa... From, oh, no, this is him just responding. Uh, actually, I don't have it. I don't have it. Can you I still got to speak, man? Yeah, I just read that. Read that. Read the. Okay, here's a quote from young Kendrick himself. Yeah. I still got to speak my piece to Phil. Now, there's a typo on here that's it says my piece, P-E-A-C-E. Unless he's saying that, I don't know what magazine or something printed this, but hmm. it would be piece, P-I-E-C-E, right? Or is he saying he wants to make peace, so speak? Alright, I'm getting it. <laughs> I still gotta speak. He is, a lyrical, he is a lyrical beast. So, so yeah. It's a beautiful thing, first of all. Don't, I guess we don't have the context for what that means. Yeah. Uh, second of all, I have to go back and say how big of a fan I was, and am, and still am, of Phil. Been a fan of his since the Bulls and Lakers, so for him to actually acknowledge me in the music, in the light of music, was something unexpected. I thought it was dope. But I don't want to be on Phil's bad side, so he's the only person I will apologize to about the line. 
Mm. Phil Jackson. I'll tweet that tomorrow. Wow. Close quote. Wow. We're waiting on that. So he's not going to apologize to Wale or J. Cole or any of these other clowns. I mean, Phil Jackson is a star, right? Uh, He's a Zen master. Yeah. I guess Kendrick didn't want to screw up his Zen. Apparently not. But with this bad karma of dissing Phil. Do Do you think that Kendrick Lamar is making the right move here in this situation? Uh, sure. And Although, is he a Lakers fan? Because he's an LA guy, right? He's from Compton, right? Uh, yeah, which is LA, essentially. Uh, so he shouldn't be... Now that Phil's over on the Knicks side, New York side of things. He should have kept up that New York... Reinvigorate. Why is there no more LA-New York beefs like back in the early 90s? I don't know. What do you think? Back. Where are the best in, in New York at LA beefs right now? Uh, I would say, uh, just overall, burgers, in and out Pizza. Pizza. They got pizza, they got burgers, that's yeah, that thing. Yeah, they got uh, they got highways. We don't. Yeah, well, we have subways. We have subways. They don't have subways. They have subway sandwiches, though. Yeah, but so does New York, so that's... We have two football teams. They don't have... Any, but apparently they're supposed to be getting one or yeah. two in the next couple of years. But what do you think that... you know? So weak rivalries. Let's get it back, rivalries. Come on. This is, maybe we should... We're a New York-based podcast. If you could attack, we should start the beef going. What am well, I talking well, about? Well, if, if you're a rapper right now, this is what I want to ask you here. By the way, I am a rapper right now. If you listen to our, uh, let's put a quick plug in for Mr. Irrelevant, an oh. NFL podcast right. that me and now do. Coming up in the next episode, I do have a rap uh, verse or two. Who would you start beef with as a NBA uh, player right now? Like who? And you personally? Yeah, I mean, you as a rapper. Not being... Oh, you as, you a as a rapper, yeah. So your feelings are still your feelings. Joaquin Noah. Joaquin Noah, why is that? Because he's... I don't like him. Mm-hmm. He's just Cleveland my own town before. What did he say about Cleveland? Uh, Let's get into it. Let's get into he it. He said, like, no one, go, no one goes on vacation to Cleveland or something disparaging like that. Like, basically saying Cleveland's nothing city, all about Chicago. Uh, he's a big, goofy fuck. Uh... I, I don't like his body language on the court. He pisses me off. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would definitely send some uh, dis, some disses his way yeah. via the art of rap. He does. He that does, would be first on the list for me. He does deserve it. I think uh, he does deserve a diss. He is from New York though, too. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Maybe he'll, he'll when you see him next time. You can uh-huh. him. New York on New York beat. New York on New York beat. Well, he's repping shy these days. So. He is repping the shy. Uh, I would say. One player I would probably yeah, who, yeah, let's turn the question start around. a beef with. It had to be, it had to be a rival. Anyone who didn't go to UConn. Anyone who, anyone who played UConn. Yeah. And so, all NBA players alike. Uh, I want to I challenge Nate Robinson. Uh, really? Yeah, man. Like I, I, I guess you're really picking on someone you're on the side. I am. I am. Uh, not, actually, I, I, I like a fastest game, but I just, I don't like the fact that he shredded the shit out of the Nets two years ago. I still haven't got over it. Mm, I see. So it's about that. It's about that one game. But he did the little it. I got to root for the little guy, though. Come on. <laughs> no, screw that, man. I already rooted for Muggsy Bowes and Spud Webb. I'm, I'm beyond little guys now. And, and Earl Boykins. What about Earl? Good old Earl. None of those guys could just jam on people like a nasty name. Boykins, yeah. Uh, t- Boykins could jam over a young man. Uh, I'd like to see it. Yeah, probably could. Probably could. We'll see. Probably too uh, well, no, but yeah, that and probably um, I would say J.R. Smith. 
Oh, really? I hate J.R. Smith. I, I do. I he'd probably it. buck back at you with some verses of his own. I mean, he probably seems like the type of guy. He probably asked me to come to the club and then and then throw some champagne bottle at me or something. <laughs> Um, and while Chris Brown and Drake are there, that's what I envision happening. And invite Plexigo Burris out and say, shoot him instead of your foot this time. <laughs> and then Shine will show up, uh, and then shoot some woman in the face, but it's actually Diddy, and then Diddy will just run out of there too. Because Diddy be running the city, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, what do you think about that? Me, me going after J.R. Smith, uh. I think it's bad for your health. I don't think this is a good plan. I mean, he, he is a delinquent. You know, did you ever see his, um, Yearbook quote from high school. No. It was J.R. Smith. Quote, get chicks or die trying. Hmm. Hmm. Is that like to reference like a 50 cent get rich or die trying? I suppose. I mean, I guess it would have been around that time. How old was J.R. Smith? Like 28? Yeah. So he came 18, 10 years ago. Yeah, that's yeah, 2004. So yeah, so I'm going about right. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was funny. So he is a rapper, aspiring rapper, by yes. quoting. Or he does parodies, at least. Maybe he'll get you with a parody. He'll do hit him, a new version of like hit him I, up. I just think it's you and not. You know, the beef is the beef isn't about hip hop for me. It's more of the fact that he thinks he's funny, and I know he's not funny. <laughs> I, I I know this for sure because his antics. So it's comedy beef. Yeah, it's comedy beef exactly. I can I can. It's, it's the same it's level of Hannibal Burris and Bill Cosby right now. Same level. Same level. Yes, uh, um, somewhat obscure reference, but I got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what people don't know who uh, Bill Cosby is? Uh, yes. Yeah. No, he's a pudding pop guy. If you guys didn't. Yeah. yeah Jello. Uh, all right. Well, well uh, I think that'll do it for the the cast. Until we start talking pudding pops. It's time to wrap. <laughs> yeah, wrap it up, beat. Wrap it up. Uh, that'll do it for the cast. Couple plugs. Gmail. Brooklyn Rebound at gmail uh, if you want to even invite me to a G chat, I might be up for that. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, follow us on Twitter, Brooklyn Rebound. Uh, we'll be posting some uh, more. T- you know, when I tweet, tweet at me. Tweet at me, dog. Tweet at him, son. Um, tweet at me at your wills. Yeah, at your wills at IQ Phenom. Uh, Phenom spelled the right way. Because uh, that's a big controversy. I don't know if you knew about that. I have no idea what you're talking. Exactly. About. Uh, and we'll keep you posted uh, on some new casts, some new developments, and some new hip hop views. Keep posted and toasted like Clyde Frazier over here. Yeah, that's actually a blog. That's the mixed blogger. Yeah, SB Nation. Shout out to SB Nation. Alright, guys, uh, that'll do it for the cast. Thanks for listening. And good night, Brooklyn. Good night, Nets. Let's go. Oh, they're good when I think. Rebound. 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 Rebound.